0: don't wait visit sonobello.com slash save sonobello.com slash save sonobello.com slash save family it looks a little different for everyone for some it's mom and dad for others roommates who feel like family
1: Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exoneradiotv.com.
2: Could not sleep, trying to catch that old St. Nick Leaving presents
1: under the tree And every year I fall asleep Laying in
2: my bed
1: And welcome back to The x everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you live and around the world from our broadcast studio in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine and growing family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, sorry, 24 Asian countries, and now across Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, one 877 is toll free. Email xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website's www.xzoneradio.com and com. My guest this hour is Rita Louise, Dr. Rita Louise. And uh, she is the founder of the Institute of Applied Energetics and the host of Just Energy Radio, a naturopath and 20-year veteran in the human potential field. It has her unique gift as a medical intuitive and clairvoyant that illuminates and enlivens her work. Author of the book Dark Angels Avoiding the Cosmic 2X4 and Power Within, Dr. Louise credits early childhood influences for the direction her life has taken. At the age of 12, Dr. Louise became fascinated with the concept of extrasensory perception. This was a passion which lasted her a lifetime. After years of intense study and in-depth research into the field of health and wellness, psychology, philosophy, and the esoteric arts and sciences, she has emerged as a leading voice in the field of holistic health and mind-body healing. Over the years, she has worked with countless clients who have affected, who have been affected by attached entities and has eliminated them from their lives. She is also a member of Metroplex Paranormal Investigations of Dallas, Um, They're a ghost hunting group where she provides intuitive insights into the activity of suspected haunted locations. And Dr. Rita Louise, welcome to the X-Zone. How are you, uh, Louise?
2: I'm great, Rob. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Uh, You're a busy lady. And uh, tell me, this is an awful wall question. Uh, Are ghosts real?
2: Ghosts are real. They're just people that don't have bodies. And you know, the way that I see them is that they live in a different dimension. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's what we see, and then there's what we don't see. And so people that, you know, receive information on intuitive levels, they're receiving it from the ethers, in, in essence, and that's where the ghosts live, is in that invisible world that we might experience on a feeling level, or we might accidentally tap into and see but they're definitely there. They're just not visible with the five senses that we come equipped with.
1: Now, when we're talking about the ether, if we're talking about the ether levels, are we talking about heaven? Are we talking a place between here and heaven? Or does heaven even exist?
2: Well, you know, I haven't been there, so Mm -hmm. I can't really make a commentary about heaven. You know, my experience has been that um, sometimes uh, people when they pass don't they don't go into the light and they're they're an earthbound spirit and so that is some of the ghostly activity that happens but then there are also individuals who have passed gone into the light aka have gone to heaven and will come back and visit us all right stand by you and i have to take a
1: commercial break we'll be back in two minutes dr louise rita louise is our special guest www.soulhealer.com. This is the Exxonon Talk Star, 1 5288255, toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. And uh, got a bit of good news from our uh, people at, at Master Control. Three more stations in Michigan have picked us up, and we'll have more information on the Michigan call signs when we come back uh, Monday. Apparently, they're They're doing something right at Master Control. Guys, good going. Three more stations. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue right here on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Nicholas P. Ginnyx is a lover of humanity and a seeker of truth. Using facts and not opinion, he exposes misconceptions spread by religious and political organizations. While theology, engineering, and science were his fields of academics, history, philosophy, and humanities are his fields of research. His article entitled, The Obama-Iran Nuclear Deal Must Be Stopped, exposes lies by Obama to approve a nuclear deal. This deal benefits Iran domestically and militarily, but compromises the security of the United States. The Genix article is provided on the internet link www.rel hyphen m a r forward slash n g one that's www.rel hyphen m a r dot com forward slash n g one Reef, Reef is your host, Reef is your guide. Are you happy? Happiness is like trying to find water in the desert. Can you find any? Sometimes, sure, but only a few drops. God is an ocean of joy, but God is not cheap. You cannot find God in a chemical. You must attract God's attention. How? Not by living to please your senses. That is false ego. The matrix is not real. It is a computer-enhanced hallucination. You are spirit soul, not the body. We have forgotten how splendid our home really is, the spiritual sky. For more information, visit Rishasongofblue.com. That's www.r-e-e-s-h-a-s-s-o-n-g-o-f-b-l-u-e.com. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers. They have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear tempest, butt bubbles, bottom burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com.
2: Flu season is here again, and this year so is the H1N1 flu virus. If you get flu-like symptoms but are otherwise healthy, stay home to avoid infecting others. If you get flu-like symptoms and are pregnant, have underlying health problems, or if your symptoms get worse, contact your health care provider. To find out more, go to fightflu.ca or call one eight hundred O Canada. Knowledge is your best defense. A message from the Public Health Agency of Canada. All hit radio.
1: to the x everyone. Dr. Rita Louise is my very special guest this hour, and we're talking about Rita's new book. It's entitled Dark Angels, An Insider's Guide to Ghost Spirits, and Attached Entities. And uh, your new book is entitled Dark Angels, Rita. Now, what are dark angels? I've never heard of dark angels before.
2: Well, when you think about an angel or even a spirit guide, they are a being without a body. Mm -hmm. And so in the same – and they exist, as we were saying before, in that ethereal plane. They don't exist in this physical reality, but we can interact with them, we can communicate with them, they can influence us in our lives. And so from a spectrum of – with an angel being the highest vibration of the most positive energy that you can possibly interact with, short of God – all the way down to the furthest other end, which would be some kind of demon that takes over your body and you get into a full-blown possession. Mm-hmm. A dark angel is, to me, anybody that's kind of in the middle of the road and moving to the other end of the spectrum.
1: So is it, because
2: they're still beings without bodies.
1: So are they negative entities? Are they positive entities? Are they neutral entities?
2: It really depends on where you're talking. So when you're talking about a ghost... We're talking, it could be a friendly ghost, mm-hmm. like Casper. Um, it could be like your Aunt Sally. It could be your mom or dad who are coming to come, coming to visit you. But then there are some ghosts that, you know, or some people that just aren't nice. And they can be not so nice. And that's just talking about ghosts. When you move further down in the spectrum, you start moving into the category of the attached entity, which is also a being without a body, kind of a ghostly character, However, they can have more influence on our lives, and usually they're very negative. And so, you know, one of the things about attached entities is that they enter into the auric field and are able to influence us and our day-to-day living and our thought processes. Um, And so, to me, they definitely get classified in a lower category because what they want is to control and manipulate us.
1: How did you get you know, involved and, with working with ghosts, uh, spirits, and attached entities anyway?
2: So, um, here's my story. And so I grew up in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. There was the dead guy that lived in the basement. And when I moved out and went to college, I had an opportunity. It was a great deal uh, where I was, I had the opportunity to go live in this house, there, uh, they were looking for another roommate and it was a prime location and I'm going to make this story short it was uh, Victorian and downstairs was a business and I thought the business sold mausoleum which I thought was a kind of linoleum or mausoleum excuse me but what it turned out was that they sold mausoleums and but that was of course after I moved into the house and then I found out that the house had been uh, the town funeral parlor at one point in time Okay. So fast forward, I went to the Berkeley Psychic Institute and studied with them. And one of the things that they offered as a service from the school was house healings. And so I was part of a house healing team where a group of psychics would go into a location and do an evaluation, not just for ghosts, but for vortexes and portals. And they would look at your property and look for ley lines and just anything that could be creating any kind of disruption Mm -hmm. in the home. And so that was where that training came from. <clears throat> I continued doing that in my private practice, and when I moved to Texas, I hooked up with Metroplex Paranormal Investigations and actually started doing legitimate ghost hunting with that group.
1: And now, so, now, now tell me, why do people who find that their house is haunted want to get rid of these entities?
2: that is not my first recommendation to most people and actually when we're talking about a haunted house in particular Mm -hmm. we're talking about two actually three potential different things going on one they could just have a lot of stagnant energy in their home and the house could just feel very heavy and oppressed and they could mistake that feeling for having some otherworldly thing going on number two they can have what 's called a residual haunting where there is the energy of some high energy high caliber emotional energy that is trapped in that location, so like the ghosts of Gettysburg you know they 're seen walking through the same field over and over again they don 't interact with the people it 's because their energy is just recorded on that site. Now, most people think that when the energy is recorded, it's only negative traumatic energy, but I've gone into places where there is intense sexual energy. Like, I've gone into some locations that had been brothels at one point in time, unbeknownst to me, because I go into locations very cold. They give me an address, and I go, and I give my opinion. And I've gone into places, and it's like you walk into an area, and it's like, dang (laughs) what's been going on here because it ain't ghostly it's uh (laughs) interesting so basically Um, what
1: you're picking up on is the magnetic imprint in time at this point
2: that's correct but there's no ghost Mm -hmm. it's just the imprint but people mistake it for a ghost all right because there can oh go ahead
1: how would you know if you have a ghost in house then
2: if you have a ghost in a the house, there is an interaction. The mm. ghost will communicate with you. It will sit down on the side of your bed. It will follow you around the house. Um, there will be some kind of intelligence to it and some kind of interaction. If it's a residual haunting, it's the same action repeated over and over and over again. With an active haunting, the, act, the movement of the ghost is not repeated particularly, you know, so there's a, a consciousness to it. All right. So why are people afraid of ghosts? The media stories, you know, you grew up around the fire and telling these scary stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I will admit this. I am a chicken. And so even when I go on, on ghost hunting things and they have power in the house, I'll turn the light on in a room because I'm kind of scared, but any ghost that I've met is just a person, you know? might yeah. not be a nice person, but it's just a person, and there's really not anything to be scared of.
1: Except fear itself.
2: Except the fear itself. Yeah. Exactly.
1: With all the television shows that are on now, uh, and you know what? People ask me if I watch them, and I'm very honest, and I say no. I don't watch them because I don't believe that these people really know what the heck they're doing, so I'm not going to waste my time. But, John Q. Public seems to put so much faith in these wannabe actors who can't get an acting role in anything else except a ghost series that they're making them into local heroes. And I'm saying, why?
2: I have absolutely no idea. I mean, I think people are... Curious. Mm-hmm. I think people are interested, and you know, maybe are living a little voyeuristically through their experiences. Maybe. Um, you know, my experience going on an in investigation is that I'm going to say about thirty to forty percent. I'm going to be really generous here. Thirty to forty percent don't have anything going on at all. Well, they might have rodents. They might have mm-hmm. stagnant energy, but there's not anything. There's nothing going on. Then, you know, you add in about 50% for the residual hauntings. I mean, that tends to be a lot more common than of the two types of hauntings. Yes. The active hauntings are rare and few and far between. And so the concept that anything that's going on in your house is an active haunting is really kind of a fallacy.
1: Hmm. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. This is very interesting. Dr. De- uh, Dr. Louise is, Rita Louise is our very special guest, XO Nation. And uh, we're going to be talking to the good doctor more about hauntings, things that go bump in the night, when we come back from this commercial break. Her main website is www.soulhealer.com. That's www.soulhealer.com. She's a body, mind, and soul healer, uh, healer, and she's also into ghosts and things that go bump in the night. one toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email com on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com, and our websites, www.exzoneradio.com and exonetv.com. Dr. Rita Louise and I will return on the other side of this news break as we continue live and around the world right here on Talkstar. wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you if your ad would have been here you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now contact ads at exxon tv.com
0: Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Cease to fields Organic Vineyards in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell.
1: Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
0: Last Christmas I gave you my heart but the very-
1: Welcome back to the X-Zone. My name is Rob McConnell coming to you live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talk Star Radio Network. Our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. And you can always send uh, your email to exxon at talkstarradio.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour, is Dr. Rita Louise. She has a brand new book called Dark Angels, an insider's guide to ghosts, spirits, and attached entities. Her websites are www.soulhealer.com, www.justenergyradio.com, and www.appliedenergetics.com. Now, Dr. Rita Louise, what is attached entities, or what are they?
2: So an attached entity, again, is a being without a body. Mm -hmm. However, these this is the way I like to explain it. They're not respectful. And so when an entity attached to us, they enter into our auric field. And our auric field is like our personal space. It's the energy around our body. And everyone has had the experience of somebody stands a little bit too close and it makes you uncomfortable. You can feel their energy in yourself, Mm -hmm. in your personal space. And so when an entity, when a, a being without a body enters into that field, they're able to affect us. And... Our personal space. Anything that's going on in our personal space, we tend to take responsibility for. It. And so, when we sit there and have an entity attached to us, mm-hmm. it will tend to try to get us to do things. It can be very negative to us and very make us be very self-deprecating. And we think it's us. You know, you look around. There's nobody standing there saying you suck. You know, we so we just assume that it's us. Mm-hmm. Um, Attached entities, for the most part, okay, in the general sense of the word, do not stay in our auric field all the time. But the interesting part is, which I did not believe until I was actually writing the book, is that we invite them in, period. We invite them in. So there's a little disclaimer. There are people that have read the book or I've given presentations on it that think, well, if I go to a haunted location, I'm going to come home with an attached entity. That's not the case. We invite them in. And so as a child, it is one situation where we're looking for help. We want guidance. We want somebody to protect us from an untenable situation. I mean, and this is usually in children that are abused in one way or another and they call out for help and their emotional energy is vibrated out into the universe and who comes to save the day, but a being without a body and it comes and it makes the child be strong. It might allow the child to totally disassociate from the body where the entity will come in, take over for a while and then leave. Like, women that have been sexually molested and they have no recall of what happened. The entity has come in and basically taken over physical physical control of the body. That's the most common. But as adults, there are things that we do that sometimes we'll call an entity in. Such as? So in the, in the ghost hunting world, it's kind of common for people to play with Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. And they will sit there and try to call in, you know, information from the ghost or spirit that's hanging around in the house. Now, if you play with a Ouija board casually, and it's just you and a bunch of friends at a party, and you're just playing with it, you know, your chance of having something happen, probably not. You know, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but probably not. Mm -hmm. But when people utilize them to get information on a regular basis, and they make contact with a spirit, that can open the door. Uh, Another example of that would be using automatic writing, where you open yourself up to receive spiritual information. What happens is that the answers that you get seem correct, or are correct, or they seem very insightful, or they seem really highly evolved. But after a while, the game changes. It's like they lure you in and then bait and switch. And it goes from being this guidance that you're getting into being really negative and derogatory and controlling. But again, most of the time, these entities do not stay in your field all the time. Um, Another example, mm -hmm. let me just give one more little example, are addictions. Drugs, alcohol, gambling, sex, computers. I've experienced a client with a computer addiction, had an entity. Um, you know, and what they feed off is our emotional energy, period.
1: So how do we get rid of them? Once, that, once it's established that, all right, we've got, a, we've got an attachment, how do, we, how do we get the attachment to leave us?
2: That's a little more complicated. Getting I rid of a ghost that's in your house mm-hmm. is, in my mind, really easy to do <laughs> compared to dealing with an attached entity. Really, um, because when you're talking about, and and this could apply to ghosts as well, but definitely to attached entities, they got issues. There are spirits that have issues. They're there for dominance, control, to feed their ego. And so healing has to be done to help them let go of their attachments so that they can finally go into the light. Because these spirits have not gone into the light.
1: Let me ask you a hypothetical question here. Let's say we have a member of the medical community who is in the part of the job where they are usually with people at the time of passing. Are they susceptible, Mm -hmm. more susceptible to being attached than other types of people who are not faced with this uh, job?
2: I am going, like the spirits might hang around them, Mm -hmm. okay? But there's a big difference between hanging around, coming and sitting on your bed, walking up and down your hallway and being in your energy field affecting you. Gotcha. Because the the physician or the hospice worker or whatever, mm-hmm. there's an emotional detachment, you know, a certain level of emotional detachment and they're not they're not looking for help. You know, the people that get the entity attachments, they're looking for help or they're looking for something. These people aren't looking for anything.
1: What has been the most interesting investigation that you have ever been on?
2: Okay. Um, and actually, I think I want to talk about um, an entity attachment. Okay. But, you know, because the entity attachment work that I've done has actually turned up more in my private practice work mm-hmm. as opposed to doing a ghost hunting investigation because it's, they don't manifest in your house. They manifest in your personal life and so um let 's see which one do I want to pick. There are some really juicy ones. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> I had this one woman, and um, she came to me because she had panic attacks, and she would go into terror and fear and i and she was concerned because she thought she had been abused by her father or her stepdad it wasn 't her dad, it was her stepdad. And I looked at her stepdad's energy, and you know he seemed kind of dorky, um, but he felt and distant emotionally distant, but I did not get the impression that he violated her in any way and she made a comment about feeling this feeling him stand by her bed, and so in my head, all the little like sirens went off and said, "Oh you know she probably has some kind of envy attachment thing going on, and so I kind of changed my focus to look at her to see if she had an entity attached. And the first image I saw was this man with this uh, trench coat on that was Mm -hmm. all wrinkled up, like a homeless person that, you know, you expect to open the coat up and he'd either flash you or there'd be a bunch of watches in it, you know, kind of scruffy looking. And he was standing next to her, however... He was bent over, and he was trying to look up her dress. That was the visual that I got. And so I asked her, um, you know, so I told her about the entity, and actually my, my exact words were, he's a freaking perv. <laughs> and um, And so I asked her about, you know, what she thought about that, and she didn't believe me, and I said, well, let me ask you this question do you feel uncomfortable when you wear a dress? And she says, I don't wear dresses because I always feel uncomfortable when I wear them. And I said, that's because the entity is always there trying to look up your dress. And so we worked together and we got this guy to move out. Took a while. He He had some definite issues going on.
1: Why is it that some spirits and entities do not want to go to the
2: light? they're usually afraid. They're afraid to take that step. You know, either they're very resistant, which is, happens a lot, but they're also afraid. They don't know what's on the other side. <clears throat> I mean, in working with this guy in particular, um, you know, we kind of opened up, and I know this is gonna sound like really out there, you know, but we, I opened up this portal to the other side, just using my intention to open up this portal, and I asked his mom to come through to help him go into the light, and he did not like that at all. I guess he had major issues with her because he shut down even more, so I sent her off and asked him, well, who he wanted to come, and he asked for his brother, and his brother came, and I just kind of like interacted, and I do energy medicine. You can do energy work on ghosts, which sounds really weird, but you can't. And um, I'm working on him, and his brother's talking to him, and his brother finally gets up to where he is and takes his hand and then starts sending him these like telepathic images of what was on the other side to let him know that it wasn't scary. And, then, and see, even just telling the story, all the hair on my body is standing on end. Yeah. I mean, it was that profound of an experience. And then finally, the two of them walked hand in hand into the light. The portal closed. I'm kind of freaking out. My client goes, I don't know what just happened, but I just felt something. I mean, like, boom, the portal closed. She made the comment. It was intense. It was very cool.
1: And it was a story that was brought to a happy ending.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Very happy ending.
1: Why do people fear death, Doctor?
2: I don't know. You know, and the way it is on the planet right now, it's like I don't know why you would. Yeah. It can't be worse there. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the unknown. But I, you know, in recent years, I think there has been a lot more conversation about near-death experiences, about what you might expect on the other side. Mm -hmm. And I'm not so sure that people are as scared as they had been in the past, where the only thing that you had to think about was, you know, am I going to burn? You know, there was all gloom and doom, Mm -hmm. and if you weren't following the church precepts, you weren't going to heaven. And I think people were afraid of
1: that. So tell me, as an investigator into the... Other people call paranormal, I call reality because I'm doing this show now for nearly 20 years. This is more real than the heaven and earth depiction that the Bible teaches. Do you think there's a hell?
2: I do not think that there's a hell. I agree with
1: you. I agree with you. I agree that hell is our lifetime here on earth for most
2: of us. Well, I try not to think about that part. Yeah. If it, you know, it, it's like, well, if it is, mm, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to think about that, but I don't think that there are places that we go and, you know, hang out, mm-hmm. you know, for eternity.
1: Neither do yeah. I. I think have- I think that l- this this planet, this plane is a learning field. It's a giant-sized test tube. Uh I believe that we have those who are watching us and getting a kick out of how we're trying to destroy ourselves, our planet, and everything that means anything to us. And if you're listening, I think you guys have a few screw-looses, but I think that this earth will succeed, that that this species will survive, and that we are learning lessons, leaps and bounds, each and every day. And the greatest thing that we have is the ability to communicate and listen with each other and spread the news just like you and I are talking today. And you did your radio show and and brought news to people who hadn't heard it before. We are learning, we are teaching, and you know what? We are going to survive. Dr. Louise, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. As we continue live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Dr. Rita Louise is my special guest. Her website www.soulhealer.com. and we'll be back. Don't go away. Just Muslim and taught the Quran in his youth are some of the reasons why President Obama has an affinity for Islam and the Muslim people. His nuclear deal with Iran allows them to obtain over $150 billion to stimulate their country domestically and militarily while pursuing their objective to develop a nuclear bomb. A groundbreaking article by Nicholas Jennings titled, Obama Continues to Lie to the American People Exposes Many Lies Obama Has Made. It includes lies to the American people on the Obama-Iran nuclear deal and Benghazi. The Jennings article is provided on the Internet link, www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash NG2. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Pathhome Shamanic Art School is a -a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. Pathhome's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at TV.com. So this is Christmas. What have you?
0: So this is
1: Welcome back everyone, Dr. Rita Louise is my very special guest and uh, her website to buy Dark Angels is www.darkangelsbook.com that's www.darkangelsbook.com some other websites www.soulhealer.com and www.justenergyradio.com and finally www.applied energetics.com and all four websites are going to be on our archives page tonight. And you can explore your possibilities every Friday afternoon from 2 until 4 p.m. Central Time on Just Energy Radio. And to tune in, you just go to www.JustEnergyRadio.com. First of all, Doctor Louise, it's been a great uh, time having you here on the X Zone. I wish you much success, and from our family to yours, a very merry Christmas and a healthy, happy, prosperous, and new year.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Rob. You are a pleasure.
1: I thank you, and man. thank
2: you for all the work that you do too.
1: Yeah, we. Uh, you know what? People don't realize the that there are so many people on this side of the microphone who are trying to get so much information out, trying to dispel a lot of the negative myths that are out there that make it twice as hard for the person. Um, what would you like to tell a per, uh, if somebody was to come to you and say, Dr. Louise, how can I get involved in investigating the paranormal? What should I do? What would your advice be to them?
2: Um, well, I mean, in actually, when I um, was getting ready to release the book, I went out on MySpace And there are a ton of people, a ton of people that are interested in ghost hunting. Mm -hmm. And there are ghost hunting groups all over the country. And depending on where you live, there's probably one in the city close to you. And so contacting a group to see if you could participate in a group, that would be one thing. I think reading some books about ghosts and ghost hunting so you have some background you know, getting some information so that you know what you 're talking about at least on some levels, um, you know to me, you know I think that having an intuitive in a ghost hunting group is a valuable tool. There are a lot of groups that don 't like having psychics with their group um, you know my thing is is. I go to a location, I go and called. I don't know anything, I have an address, I show up, mm-hmm. I do my little thing, and then I sit down with the homeowner, the property owner, whatever, and I say, this is what I picked up. And usually what I pick up is what they've had happen. And so it's not that I'm sitting there telling them something that I had heard, you know, oh, well, you know, in this room there's this, because I don't know. And that's how you test the credibility of a good psychic is they don't know anything, but they're picking up on the stuff that's really there. And I think they're an invaluable tool to any group or organization that um, is out there investigating. Because they're a tool. Period.
1: Like a camera. Dr. Rita Louise, thank you very much for joining us. And I do hope that you and I have the pleasure again of meeting here in the Exxon in the very near future. Until then, Merry Christmas to you. You too. Bye-bye now. Dr. Rita Louise. Get a copy of her book, darkangelsbook.com. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the X-Zone continues live and around the world on the star Radio Network from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on Talkstar. You. Yeah.